Adam Pengilly, good morning. Morning, Jared. Morning, boys. Randwick Guineas Saturday. So final fields, barriers yesterday. And as far as the Guineas is concerned, we've got to Aft Cabin at two sixty. Osipenko four dollars eighty. Does Aft Cabin turn the tables, or are we looking towards a Zoo Tiger or a Machilate? Yeah, you can certainly turn the tables, Jerry. We're not going to have the same race that we were sort of predicting maybe three or four weeks ago when he, well, he was an odds-on favourite for this race, wasn't he, in the all-in market going back um, after his first up win. So that market's definitely turned on its head after the Hobartville Stakes. Again, to me, it looks like a little bit of a tricky barrier draw for James McDonald on Ask Cabin. He's going to need a little bit of luck, and hopefully that field breaks up in the early stages so he can try and slot in and get in the the one-off position because he's drawn wide again. There's a little bit of speed drawn underneath him. And again, it's Osipenko's got that really soft gate to be in a stalking position midfield. So I would say this is going to be an extremely competitive race on Saturday the Randwick Giddies. Marcellate was fantastic there first up. Obviously, Man's always the W in his back there as well first up. And Zoo Tiger will be doing his thing on the speed. So, yeah, really looking forward to this Randwick Giddies on the weekend. I think it's going to be an extremely competitive race and not the race that we thought we were going to get sort of three or four weeks ago. Adam, what's the latest with Tommy Berry, buddy? Yeah, he's had his appeal yesterday, Clark, against this um, this charge of accepting a consideration or a gift from a, from a punch up there on the Gold Coast. He he's lost his appeal in terms of the finding of guilt over the consideration, but the appeal did hear submissions about the severity of the penalty was far too harsh, and a lot of that argument sort of centred on the fact that Tommy virtually copped nine months for accepting a, accepting a sling, sorry, and and Callan is but another licensed jockey who was only given a one month ban for taking a thousand dollars from a punter directly, so. Uh, Tommy Berry's legal counsel mounted that argument yesterday, saying, well, I think the discrepancy in the penalty is far too much between both those riders. Uh, the Racing New South Wales Appeals Panel will go away. They'll hear those submissions and take written submissions in the next couple of weeks before coming to a finding. So I suppose Tommy wants, wants to try and get that, that sentence right down now to get him back for potentially the spring carnival, maybe later in the year, and, and not do that full 12 months on the sidelines. So uh, some high stakes on the line here at the moment and hoping for Tommy so he can get a little bit of reduction in that penalty. Do you know much about this Japanese horse that they're saying will run against NMO in the Queen Elizabeth stakes? Yeah, not a lot, Loz. Unicorn Lions his name and it's going to be the first time we're going to see Japanese horses come down to Sydney for the championships, I think in three years now. Definitely since COVID started, we haven't had any of these Japanese horses come down to to take on some of our best races in Sydney throughout the Autumn Carnival. So I'm finding it really surprising, Loz, that we've got these overseas horses wanting to take on Anima in the, in the QE stakes. Like, I suppose the money's there. It's a $5 million race. You, you've been bad not to have a crack, but what we've seen from him so far, he's clearly a superior horse to anything we've got here in Australia. So maybe if he's going to get beat, it'll come in the form of one of these overseas raiders from from Europe or Japan. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing his, his trainer down here as well, Yoshihito Yahagi. I don't know if you guys know a whole lot about him. He was the... He was a trainer that came down here with Lise Grishu, the one that Cox played a few years ago, and he's, he's a colourful dude. He, he wears some crazy outfits and uniforms, loves wearing the old cowboy-style hat, so he'll certainly add some colour to the to the championships in a few weeks' time. Parramatta or Melbourne? Uh, toss of the coin, Jared. Toss of the coin tonight for me. I've, I've tipped Parramatta. I think I tipped him in the paper, um, not with any great confidence. I just think at the price, they're probably just a little bit better value than, than Melbourne. I think it's a really a, a $1.90 pick game, to be honest. So... I'll stick with Parramatta. I think hopefully the home crowd can get them home and they can start their season on the right note. And, and that record that Craig Bellamy's got at Melbourne in round one, it's just phenomenal, isn't it? Like, how can they not have lost a round one game for 20 years? So it'd be a shame if it happens in his, in his last coaching season. But I'll stick with Parramatta tonight, Jared. Okay, thank you, mate. Have a good day. See you, boys.